to do some jumping jacks or something? It's got like. Huh? My house! Do one of them. the fantasy football rat podcast i'm your host anthony with my co-host ricky what's up and the commish joining us once again hello everybody so we've had some uh free agent news since the last episode a lot of expected to happen some already happened let's kind of run down the list we'll go in a little alphabetical order arizona cardinals are expected to sign terrell Suggs. commish how do we feel that's a big move I like it. <laughs> I think that's a, a bigger hit for Baltimore to not have him than to, for Arizona to pick him up because there's still a lot, a lot of pieces away, and that's a big piece away from Baltimore. I agree. I mean, let's yep. be real. Anything Arizona does is a big move. That's true. Yeah, for Arizona, just <laughs> you know, it's it, it's they're just pissing in the pool, though. You know who Arizona right. would pick up that be a big move? Who? Colin Kaepernick. Wow. Wow. We're going to go uh, there. Yeah. Yeah, that would make We're a lot of sense. There. You know, they it don't would. really have a quarterback, so... Um, Josh Rosen. Yeah, but they're shopping him. Well, Is Carson, Carson Palmer coming back? Hopefully. Kurt Warner? He's bagging groceries. Jim Kelly? Mm, right, not, I'm, far, not, I'm not going to make a Jim Kelly joke. Um, Frank Gore. Father time. Oh, Frank Gore man. is going to circle the wagons up. In Bill's Mafia. And I can't wait. Buffalo. People, I literally just found this out maybe three minutes ago. But saying that, let's go through Frank Gore's career stats. We got him quickly. The Bills are doing, making a lot of moves right now. Yeah, honestly, they're, uh, I'm, I'm excited. More excited than I, I probably should be, but I'm still really excited. All right, this right. guy has um, almost 15,000 career yards. He um, averages 4.4 an attempt on his career. He has uh, 77 touchdowns and, you know, 455 receptions. And that's coming to the Bills' backfield. Maybe I missed this, but what happened to McCoy? Still there? Yeah. So you're going double threat kind of over, like, um, New Orleans. Yeah, it's, not like, Gore, it's yeah, not like Gore's going to be able to handle a full yeah, Right. It's just with two old dudes. Yeah, I got you. Know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, McCoy still got some gas in the tank, though. Some. He's on half the I tank. Hope. I, hope, <laughs> I would really, really enjoy if that, like, took off and that was a huge running back duo. I yeah. just don't. Right. That'd be a great storyline, wouldn't it? Absolutely. It would. Uh, speaking of great storylines, Jason Witten <laughs> is coming back to the Cowboys. What are the odds that a week into training camp, he cough, cough, pulls a hammy and never takes another snap? Snap. He just wanted to get out of the booth because he was tired of getting beat up on Twitter. If that happens, does he go right back to the booth? No, absolutely. No, I mean, no, no. That, that's ran its course, I believe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's I, done. I think he would have taken a job as like a golf caddy instead of yeah. going back to that. Twitter man. made him quit his job. Let's, you let's know, not. It sucks to suck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. He was really bad. He was. He's a phenomenal athlete, one of the best tight ends to ever play the game, but it did not translate. Is that, no. is that a Dallas Cowboys thing where you. Come with Cowboys team and then go into a booth. It sure as hell seems that because way. Because you have Romo, you have Witten. Who is the other one? Troy Aikman. Aikman. Not him, though. Michael Irvin bounces around on the uh, morning shows. It's not him. Uh, Strahan? Dungy. From the Cowboys? No. Who is he on? What are you, what what are you getting he at? 
What? Yeah. Tony Dungy. Uh, he's on like Sunday Night Football. Yeah, he was, well, he's he, from the Colts. He was a coach. Colts. Though, yeah. Colts. I knew his. Yeah, I knew he was on the team, but I thought it was a Cowboys. Oh boy. Ah, eh, whatever. Close Every. enough. Still, still got silver in the team colors. Moving on, uh, the Jaguars are expected <laughs> to sign Nick Foles to a four-year, eighty-eight million dollar deal, according to No Free Ads. As an Eagles fan, it's kind of kills me but it needed to happen uh insert see you again was Khalifa yeah um no I love it it's a good move I mean it's a good move for both Foles and just both teams involved because Foles already is going to be playing better than Bortles straight out of the gate I mean on Foles bad games he's better than Bortles good games sometimes you wanna you wanna hear a fun fact what's that Nick Foles' career stats as a Jaguar are currently better than Blake Bortles' career stats as a I Jaguar. That. that makes sense. Yeah, and I, and I think that'll play into it a lot too because Foles is going to come in. He's going to already be playing better than Bortles, so the team's going to love him. Fans are going to love him. I mean, he won a Super Bowl as a backup quarterback in Philly, so I think that's going to help his confidence going back in the second stint as a starter. Okay. So I like that move. I like that move for a variety of reasons, but I think that's just best for you know best case scenario for every team involved. Kamish, would you like to say goodbye to oh, Sir Big Dick Nick? Now that Nick Foles is an eagle, uh, thanks oh, for the yet. Super Bowl. Well, <clears throat> but whatever, I'm going to run it anyway. Okay. Thanks <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Um, but just like Ricky said, he won him as a backup quarterback. You know, we didn't have faith in him as an organization to make him a starter, even after he won us the Super Bowl. Everything that Nick Foles has done outside of the city of Philadelphia has been fucking terrible. Terrible. Just so. Is what it is, you know. Right. Um, he's going to definitely play better than Blake Bortles. That's that's God, you know. I can do that. Yeah. But um, he got paid. Congratulations. I would have loved to see him retire an Eagle as a backup quarterback. But uh, congratulations, man. Um, good for Nick. I don't know how Jacksonville Airport's going to handle the um, the weight limit when he flies in, though. Yeah. But um, that's a really small airport. I don't know if they could fit seven seven thirty sevens in yeah. the airport. Here's how I feel about it. You fly resident, solo on one of those, yeah, by the way. Yeah, you can't. You can't right. put anyone else on it. Um, we got a really, really good backup quarterback. And we'll win nine to ten games with, with said backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. But if they think that this makes us a Super Bowl team, I am highly skeptical. Because we always draft a defensive lineman in the first round every year I swear so I, and and not even guys that pan out we're talking uh, Tyson Alualu who he's gone Derek Harvey gone okay these guys are terrible and we draft them so Nick Foles comes in who's he gonna throw it to I'm waiting for you to tell right D.D. Westbrook <laughs> oh okay Kalen Cole he had a good 17, as as did Didi. DJ Shark. Right. It, None of these guys can start in Philadelphia. Right. Like, as, so, as, as a fourth, and that's not even a compliment to Philadelphia. You know no, I mean, it's right. just like they don't have it. Right. Once you get past Alshon, that core is pretty average. Okay. As far as the Eagles go. Now, let me ask you this question, because I know we always bring up the personnel debate versus like individual performance. Do we think any of how they looked 
as an okay receiver mm-hmm. or as a mediocre receiver or having a, a good season? Do you think any of that gets better with having Foles at the helm? Yeah, of, of course absolutely. it does, but they're still not, you your know. Your wide um, receiver is only as good as your quarterback. Yeah, but you've seen uh, Megatron make what's his you know, up in Detroit. St- Staff, uh, Stafford. Stafford looked like a genius for years. Right. He retires. He's clearly not a genius. Right. Well, you know, so I that, really, that really hope the Jaguars draft Metcalf. The Calvin Johnson looking yeah. wide receiver. Um, where we have the seventh pick, he's projected to go at the Bills at nine. <sighs> the only way I will be okay with them drafting an offensive lineman is if Josh Allen falls from four, which is he's projected to go down to the Jaguars. Otherwise, there's no reason for us to draft defense with how much help we need on offense. For Nick Falls. Why pay this guy all this money to give him no options? Yeah. All right, moving on. Dante Fowler Jr. re-signed with the Rams. Cool. Carlos Hyde signed a one-year $2.8 million deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Sure. Oh, how they've fallen. Right. Right. Makes sense. Does Hyde have a little rebirth? I think because you got to figure. Look at the weapons that Kansas City has on offense. Is it going to be a cream hunt? No, absolutely right. not. But when you have someone like Mahomes as your quarterback, and you have the team on offense that the Chiefs have, I think that opens more doors. That maybe you get some eyes off you, and it gives you a chance to make those big plays. Because there's so many threats on the Kansas City offense, right. and the way that Andy Reid runs that offense, he can make anyone a potential threat at any given moment. So I think that's a good spot for him to go. Um, I don't think it's a game changer for Kansas City. Right. It, again, he's not Kareem Hunt, but I think that's not a bad route. I, I don't dislike it. Okay. Better than than what they had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. But I think Carlos Hyde is a better running back than what they had to begin with. But I think Kansas City has a kind of offense that they can take any running back and they're going to look good because of the way the Chiefs offense plays. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to be Kareem Hunt to work in that offense. I yeah. mean, it really, really helped that he was as good as he was, definitely. Right. But um, yeah, that's plug and play. Who was the guy they put in after they dropped him? He looked great until he got hurt. Spencer Ware. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't was he? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't even think he was in the league. Uh, <laughs> if he was, he was someone to back up, back right. up. Yeah. 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 Maybe getting a couple touches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the big news. Antonio Brown is an Oakland Raider, and I'm going to bring back an old segment here. Ian Rappaport, if you're listening, we want our credit. We call this 48 hours in advance. No credit when the news broke. None. Blasphemy. Rude. That is just unprofessional, and we will not stand for that. Up I here mean, we the really can't say anything else podcast. about this. There's kind of a lawsuit pending, okay. so um, we're just going to yeah. dead that here. Okay, cool. Uh, but Antonio Brown goes to the Raiders. Is this good for A.B.? Uh, Let, let's great bring, for A.B. He got okay. everything he wanted. Is it great for the Pittsburgh Steelers organization? No, they got drugged through the mud. Okay. Do I think Oakland needs to get him a whole bunch of help quick to keep him happy? Yes, they do. But right now, is this good for A.B.? He's killing it. So is this good for the Raiders? They still yes. have three yes. first-round picks. And yeah, now they have he's AB. a generational talent, man. He's... You know, no, it's definitely hands down good for the Raiders. I also think it's good for Carr because he needed some kind of pick me up or he was in trouble. He needed yeah. someone to throw it to. Yeah. yeah, 
I mean, he's tired of looking stupid. But they need O line help. Of too. course, yeah, and a running game. Oh, right. the Raiders still have huh. a lot to build. Yeah. But I think that's a huge first step. I feel like they'll f- go towards offense and free agency. I would hope and so. defense in the draft. Yeah. I feel like that's the way it's kind of panning out to look. They so, have so much cap room and so many picks. Yeah. They're going to be a completely different looking team next year. And, and hopefully they can mesh, get it all together and mesh in camp quick and just come out and stomp people. I, I mean, I can see the Raiders being the Browns of 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like where the Browns, they won one game in two seasons, turn around and almost have a 500 season. I think they're going to the playoffs. I think Browns win 10, 10 games because Pittsburgh sucks. I, do can, we, I can see the Browns doing that. Do we think the Raiders bring in Bell? Oh, man. Can, <laughs> they can. Yeah, yeah they, they can. can. They can They can totally afford it. Um, <laughs> man, that would be awesome. I'll tell you what. If they bring in A.B. and Bell, that's an offense you don't want to see. No, yeah. All Just of a sudden, they're, they're alone. top tier. Yeah. get him. Who's playing tight end there? Uh, it was Jared Cook, yeah. but now he's a free agent. So get get them a real real talent at tight end, too? Yeah. Oh, buddy. Uh Wide receiver talk will stay on it. Danny Amendola signed with the Lions. Playoffs. Yeah. What? Playoff bound. Did you say playoffs? Playoffs. Playoffs. It's early, but I dig it. Uh, That'll be my bold prediction every season until they make the playoffs. (laughs) You like that? I love it. Is there anyone? Oh, Teddy B. No news on Teddy B so far. Man, I told you he did not look good in that game he started, and I hate to keep bringing it up. I don't like basing his ability off that game, though, because, I mean, how many backup players were the Saints playing in that game? Whether it's, whether it's fair or not, and it, mostly, it, it isn't, isn't fair, but that, that's what teams are going to roll with. Well, to be fair, every got. report I've read has said he did enough in the preseason to get him a look at a starting job. Maybe if he didn't start that. I don't know, man. <clears throat> uh, maybe. Well, You're just not a Teddy B guy. I like I loved him in college. What do you mean? When okay. he came out, but he came out and just didn't impress. I didn't think it translated well enough to the NFL, his skill set and He got his, hurt early though. Yeah, hey man. Shit happens. Yeah. You know, it's you can't you don't I'll say it again, you don't get to write your story. It's how you it's I mean you know, how you deal with it after. I don't, I don't disagree, but wasn't it the Bucks did say that Winston's their guy, right? Like, yes. That's the thing. Yes. You can't tell me that Bridgewater is gonna be worse than Winston. I, I don't see. I don't Winston's hate that. Winston's had great I, games. Yeah, but I don't bad hate games that. Are bad. Yeah. I don't hate Teddy Bridgewater in Tampa. It, I, I mean, I feel like you got to give Bridgewater a look because when he did play, he didn't look bad. Actually, he looked good some games he played. Yeah, now, not the Saints game, obviously. Well, and people forget. People forget. 2015. If I could turn back time, they were talking about Teddy B being a. Uh, MVP candidate in training camp before he got injured. But, dude, yeah. If what you remember when uh, the Vikings won what was it five <laughs> games in a row and that with Sam skinny, Bradford, skinny Cole Beasley looking dude had um Adam like Thielen. yeah he had, he had all those yeah whatever <laughs> garbage had all those you know man we've seen some crazy runs end really really poorly and right. nobody cares about it afterwards you know what i mean buffalo how many years in a row has buffalo come out from the rip won five games in a row and then won two the rest of the season more it's literally happened i think well at least four i know they've won four games in a row to start a season like six times in the past probably 12 years that that seems yeah and then they just you know people figure them out 
or they get hurt or whatever set of circumstances goes down. But right. Uh, so set of circumstances here. Josh Rosen. A lot of signs are pointing to Kyler Murray going number one overall to the Cardinals. Whether you agree with it or not, a lot of reports, no free ads, are uh, pointing to that. So where does Josh Rosen go? I think he goes to the Patriots. I think he backs up TB. Rookie contract doesn't cost you too much. You don't really have a backup. And if this kid's going to be good, it's going to be while he's watching Tom Brady. It'd be the best way to make him good. Right. That, that's how you're going to find out if he is real yeah. or not. Alternative Green Bay. But they have uh, uh, Deshaun Kaiser. Oh. Yeah, no one cares. about that. No, he didn't. No, no, no one cares. Well, I mean, I don't hate it. I think a guy like that does need to get under a good veteran quarterback to right. really learn the game. And, and well, Like, to me, throwing him to the Sharks didn't – he didn't swim. He didn't swim. And some rookies do, some don't. He was right. just one of them that I think he needs to be mentor a year. Right. So now, with that knowledge, hindsight being 50-50 and all, I think he, he needs to go learn. I think he needs to go learn and uh, figure out. himself no, out. I'm not gonna, you just said hindsight's 50-50? Oh, it's always 50-50. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, no, I like that. I mean, and especially in the New England organization where they every year, love him or hate him, they have a good team. And I think putting him in a system like that where he has his weapons and he has a very well-coached team, uh, a very disciplined team, and a team that may get unfair calls for them, but that's a whole other conversation, um, I think that's a good spot for him. And, and I think uh, Rosen would come in a little humble because he's had a year where he got you know his britches beaten. Mm-hmm. As where Jimmy Garoppolo just wanted to play, which is, I get it, I completely understand, but he never took snaps, you know what I mean? This right. guy, This guy's taking beatings. So he's in there hot, hungry, ready to learn. I think that is either Green Bay or New England or who's the, who's the next most veteran quarterback that isn't Ryan Fitzpatrick? Breeze. Breeze? Yeah. Breeze. Yeah. I'd say that's probably next. Or, yeah. Walk. Mm. Well, he's, nah, he's got years. six he's, years. He's got time to yeah. like, tread on those tires. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know you actually. Okay. Speaking of uh, tread on the tires, Mark Ingram has been rumored to be in talks with the Bears. So that would put the Bears' backfield at Jordan Howard, Cohen, and Mark Ingram. I think they would obviously move one yeah, of those pieces. I, that doesn't really make much sense It doesn't. I feel like one of them has to be a free agent, but I don't see any of them on the on the list. You have three power runners, right? Well, yeah. Cohen's kind of speedy. Yeah, a little bit, but he's no. But Kamara. yeah, Cohen has hands. Too. Their backfield wasn't an issue. Yeah, no, that wasn't. The yeah, issue I mean, at like, all. yeah, when I just, saw they that, they just need maturity at quarterback and play play another year as a unit. Growing you know, pains, right? Yeah, man, let's let's talk about how they lost that playoff game. You know what doink. I mean? Yeah, so they really, man. One Cody Parker did something wrong. That team did. Actually, Cody yeah. Parker finally came through for the Eagles. Oh, you've been using that joke I'm for keep months. It. Great, yeah. it's a great joke. Uh, speaking of the Eagles, Malik Jackson is going from Jacksonville to the Eagles, and basically, what feels to me is a cut and trade by both teams. Like we'll give you Malik Jackson, we'll take Nick Foles, we'll pay him. So you guys should be pretty stoked about that. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, again, it's it's hard to Wait, watch. No, yours. They, they, uh, do they trade Nick Foles? No, no, nope. yeah, nope. 
Got you. Cut. We cut. Well, they tra- he's yeah, he's a free agent. Uh, so they didn't pick up the here. option. So they didn't cut him. They just didn't re-sign you, you him. You can edit that out later. Yeah, okay. got it. Right. Um, <laughs> no, I, again, you don't want to, as the Eagles fan, you don't want to see Foles go because he won your only quarter, or uh, right. Super Bowl, rather. But I love it. It makes sense because the Eagles are expected to sign Jackson for a three-year contract worth $30 million. So that's not a crazy amount to pay a lineman. No, but he's, he's But good. we needed to open up yeah. cap for Foles. So it does make a lot of sense. And we sent uh, Eagles sent Bennett to the Patriots. Bennett to the Patriots, which didn't go over well. Uh, but we re-signed Graham. So well, that, it that, went over well for the Eagles. The yeah, Patriots yeah. fans Eagles weren't exactly yeah, thrilled. You know, they're all heard about Martellus Bennett. Like, your quarterback cheats. Uh, your coach cheats. Your owner's getting handies on the side. <laughs> you think I forgot. Your no one leading forgets. receiver People takes PEDs. What? What? You... You film other uh, people while we, they're can practicing. We start, can we start that over? No, I, I, dude, I, I'll get them, bro. Okay, <laughs> on, I, I, I'm going to throw in the what. Can we start? Okay. We, Where was it? I don't remember the fucking. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Patriots. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else we want to touch on? Robert Kraft's a bad dude. Okay. I, I think people touched on Robert Kraft enough. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. That wow. was heaters. He's I got the clap, too? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I told you he wasn't a good dude. Adam Humphreys uh, is going to the Tennessee Titans. Ricky, how does that make you feel? Your favorite team is getting Adam Humphreys. Humphreys. Whatever. Where do you come with the Bucks? Yep. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Eric Weddle was signed by the Rams. That defense keeps getting better. Yeah. That's scary. That, That's that quite sucks. a secondary. That is quite a secondary. Yeah. Like, how do you have... So much talent on both sides of the ball and still have, like, room to play with. I don't understand. Uh, I, people I want to play there. You know, when you're a good yeah, team, people are willing to take less money to play for you. Not all guys. Antonio Brown isn't. But no. Or Bell. No. <laughs> Bell wants his money. Sucks to be Tomlin. Um, <laughs> speaking of guys we still haven't heard about, Clay Matthews. No news so far. You think he retires? I think mm, he can still play. I think he can still play. Yeah, but... J-H-I. Go to the Raiders! Go, buddy! Yeah, why not? Uh, J.H.I. No no news yet. Raiders, too! Go to the Raiders! He's he's going to go somewhere. Yeah, he's somebody, somebody playing, 100% pick He was playing up. well in the Eagles yeah. before he got injured. Uh, Randall Cobb. No news on him yet. Raiders? I, I, I think the <laughs> Raiders Buffalo? might just be... I mean, They're going to cash in on this free agent. Well, Honestly, let's dude, let's I, think yeah. about that. You know, if you got A.B., Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb on the same field. That's terrifying. Five years ago, it might be terrifying. Now I think it's scary. It's scary. Okay. I don't know if it's terrifying. Listen, and There's you, only one football. I think they would still draft one, let, let whoever they draft learn from these three studs. Yeah. And um, Or at least vets. Yeah. A.B.'s a stud. Jordy, I feel Cobb like was a stop on his way out. Well, year. They both were. They right. both did great things were. In, in Green Bay. But to they, me, is were yeah, They're still intelligent word. dudes that have something to teach. You know? oh, absolutely. You say um, there's only one ball, but I mean, let's go back to the Chiefs. You have Sammy Watkins, you have Hill, you have Kelsey. Right. And that's an offense no team But But Watkins didn't do anything. Kelvin Benjamin didn't do anything. Yeah. Say, it was literally Hill, Kelsey, Watkins didn't do anything, but he wasn't. I mean, he, he probably got the coffee for the team meetings. Uh, you know, at oh, least. Boy. 
Yeah, somebody's no, got to do it. He didn't have a Sammy Watkins season, but he, I don't think he played bad. He I don't think he's a had a Sammy works. Watkins season for two seasons now. What's a Sammy Watkins season? He, he had one he good year. Buffalo. He sucked. Where did he go after that? The Rams. Well, no, who was the uh, the guy that dropped the ball? Then blame God. That wasn't. It wasn't Stevie Watkins. Five no, no idea. No, it was Stevie something. It wasn't Sammy Watkins. It was Stevie. It's a receiver for Buffalo. It's good shit, man. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, CJ Anderson, still nothing. Wow. Michael Crabtree, nothing. Nothing for Anderson? No. Are we going to take any any of these guys to the AFL? Any of these guys to the XFL? I think Crabtree could go. He's 31, so he's getting older. He might just be done with it. But I could see it. Um, I, I feel like what CJ did in the playoffs will get him a job. Yeah, just not he's not going to yeah. be the feature, but, no. but he he's yeah he'll be somewhere. Um, I hope Goskowski he's still out there. Wings. Goskowski didn't get picked up. Not yet. What? Well, now again, free agency starts on Wednesday, but there's no rumors yet. How not? How I feel he's going to get signed. Bears he's going. He's going to get signed. Yeah, I mean, with the way the kickers were this year, I yeah. mean, even he had his fair yeah, kick, yeah, but. I mean, come on, Goskowski. Did, did the kickers get any slack for the way no. that the, the NFL has changed the kicking nope. rules? All of that. No, nope. we're not giving them any. None. All right. You have one job. Well, all right. So at least it's it's just extra points we're talking yep. about. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's like, there's such a pivotal part of the game, even though they only scored three points on a shot. I mean, that three points can that has made or break. Look break at Vinatieri, leading scorer of all time, all go. positions. That three points. It's three up. points. Yeah. And you get one hey. point on every touchdown. That three points put the Bears out of the playoffs. Absolutely. So, um, Adrian Peterson, no no rumors yet. Oh, someone's got to I'd him. love to see him come to Philly. I would not mind. That, Josh that, Adams, would that would be a Philly thing to do. That would be a Philly thing to do. Calvin Benjamin, nothing. Uh, he, uh. He, there's no, no reason any team would want him after he played poorly. Cole Beasley, nothing. AFL. Stop it! Like practice Stop squad. It. Cole Beasley, Beasley will go be- to the Beasley, Panthers. Beasley, squad. I could see going to the Raiders. No, he goes to the Panthers. You think so? I think he goes for to the no booth. reason. But yeah, to the booth. <laughs> <laughs> Another Cowboy player in the booth. I mean, Beasley had he just picks Witten. it just picks up Witten's contract and yeah. Beasley had a good season. Oh, I mean, how many times you turn around? And it's like, oh, Beasley in the end zone. Beasley in the end zone. I remember there was a point in time. I think it was you or Austin or someone getting sick of hearing it. It was probably yeah, him. Uh, yeah. But I mean, he had a good season. Uh, Deshaun Jackson says goodbye to the Bucks on an IG post, and just two Deshaun Jackson four. Good for him. So where's he going? I saw. I don't know if this was like just some kind of funny storyline, but I saw something about the Eagles. But that might have just been like a thing with like. If he wants to return kicks, and shut up. Wow. That was Sorry. Awesome. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a good receiver. I mean, you can't expect much out of any receiver playing I in Tampa. I mean, what does Philly does Philly need him? I mean, well, they got rid of. Um, I'd rather see Jordan Tate, Matthews. Tate's no longer. Yeah, there. Tate's still out there. That's a bummer. So you got hmm. what? Jeffrey Aguilar. Aguilar, who, who is currently been playing well. Yeah, but he is on the trade rumor block. Don't do it. Nothing's been official, but I have seen his name being shot. If I was Philadelphia, I'd keep him because as much as one season we were like, oh, we know what's going to do. Yeah, I, I don't forget, bro. I, know well, I don't forget, was... but he had some clutch plays. Really Unless did. you're going to bring in someone better. Yeah. yeah. Unlo- you know. Yeah. 
What? I mean, yeah, I, I, it, I don't want to make a move just to make a move, though. You know, right. it's if we have him already and he's already comfortable with the team, already knows the plays, already has the chemistry. Although, if you're a receiver, you probably don't want to play in Philadelphia. You don't want to play in Philadelphia if you're a tight end. Your name is Ertz. Right. Because I mean, sure. Wentz. Yeah. True. He. I think. Okay. I think, though. I think though, coming out of this injury and watching Foles the past two seasons, as weird as that sounds, I hope you learned something. I think yeah. he's going to distribute the ball a little more. I think that's going to be one of the things he's going to work towards moving forward. He, he's. He's. Yes, he's been successful throwing to Ertz, but. I mean, it's such a well-known fact these days that you got to watch Ertz when Lentz is playing that I think he's going to start. You're going to start to see him throw the ball out a little yeah. more. You think he's actually going to spread it around? Now. He's going to. I think he'll still heavily rely on Ertz for the important plays, but I think you're going to see him kind of distribute the ball a little more. Okay. I think you have to if if you're Philadelphia and he's come back after the injury and people are already like, "Hey, is he going to be able to be as mobile as before?" Because now he had this back injury, he already tore his ACL. You know. They're going to be looking for that easy play to Ertz, so you're going to have to, as Wentz, come back and distribute the ball more and kind of keep the defenses guessing. I think during camp you don't let him throw to Ertz; you make him throw to everybody else. Just you, you know can't you can throw, you, you to, can Ertz. throw to Ertz. We've seen that. You like we know you can do that, that or limit it. Yeah. Right. Like maybe okay Put a pitch on this drive, on yeah, something. Yeah. But does that? Do you think it would also have to do with the the play calling? Uh, no, because he always has. There's multiple routes on every. Oh right. You know, it's, no, I just think he's more comfortable with him. Really, what it comes down to is when he scrambles and he sees the big number eighty six, he hits him. And That's the weird thing is, Wentz can throw a ridiculous deep ball mm-hmm. with gorgeous pinpoint deep. accuracy, yeah. real deep, real yeah. deep, yeah, like super deep. deep, super. Okay, but the thing is, with how accurate he is throwing down the field, I don't know why he limits himself to five ten yard throws to herbs. I don't get it either because he's so afraid to turn over the ball too. You know what else I don't get? Shit for that, you know. Do you know what else I don't get? What's that? How people can still go into department stores and get a suit off the rack and not go to tieknotmensapparel.com. It seems so savage. Have you seen tieknotmensapparel.com? I have not. You need to. Tell me everything. Uh, the Sully tie, Monsters, Inc. Sully. What? Fantastic. It's incredible. It's an incredible tie. But right now, with promo code podcast, you get an additional 10% off. 10% off. 30% off the whole site. Just for saying the word podcast. Just for typing in podcast when you go to check out. They got bow ties? Bow ties. Oh. Neck ties. Pocket squares. Do they have instructions on how to tie them? Because I'm 32 years old and still haven't figured that out. We can probably we can probably get it done. Excellent. I know a guy. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Tie.mensapparel.com. T-I-E-K-N-O-T-M-E-N-S-A- P-P-A-R-E-L dot com. Promo code podcast. Have to check that out. Awesome. Breaking news. Deshaun Jackson is going back to the Eagles. Called You're going to hear Ricky call it about 10 minutes earlier in this episode. Called it. So What the fuck for? We, we hit a little we hit a little pausey pause there. Little, why we did that, you should have go went likey-like on the Facebook page. But, uh... We hit pause. We come back to Sean Jackson to the Eagles. I love it because I called it. Commission. Like I said earlier, if he wants to return kicks and shut up, I'm fine with it. I actually think you literally just said that. I did. I'm going <laughs> to edit it. You literally just said that. Yeah. yeah it's going to be great. Uh, guys, we have three interviews to get to. Hunter Roach, Rochelle Peebles. I'm going to edit that if I said that wrong. And I don't know. I'll find a third. 
We definitely got two, though. Definitely got two. All right. All right. Anything we'd like to uh, end the show with? I'd like to give a, a shout-out to Austin and let him know that field goal kicking season is soon upon us. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have the first annual Rat Fantasy Football Podcast Skills Competition. Training camp. Training, training camp. camp. We're going to drink about 5,000 beers apiece, try yep. to kick some field goals, yep. run some 40-yard dashes, mm-hmm. throw some footballs. Run some routes. It's going to get ignorant, I promise you. <laughs> Look, the best possible outcome of any of this is one of us gets seriously hurt. <laughs> little ACL tear. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be great. I cannot wait to explain to my boss why I can't work, work for four weeks because I tore an ACL hammered yeah. kicking field goals. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Ricky, I can't wait to watch you hit a 50-yarder, I think you called earlier. I He did he say. He said that, right? 50, well, he did back it down then to a 43-yard field goal. Okay. Now we're back on the, the Cody Parker, Cody Parkey situation. Right. But I we will screenshot it and put it on Twitter later on today about Austin also saying, with no <laughs> he smoke, can, right. he can hit multiple 43-yard yep. field goals. Yep. He's, so these chickens are coming born. to roost, ladies and gentlemen. All I'm saying is if I hit a 47-yard field goal, I need an agent. Yeah, I'm in. I'm better than half the NFL kickers at that. Absolutely. Point. Clearly. Yeah. And we're going to be mic'd up for this. It's going to be heavily censored. There actually might not be any audio with it by the time it's released. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I might just have to cut it. Uh, we're going to find out, but it's going to be a like fun ride. good fellas on cable. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Fantasy Football Rap Podcast. Ricky. Kamish. Great seeing everybody. Look forward to these conversations with the Carolina Cowboys. We also have an announcement of a giveaway, which we can uh, talk about here quickly. Starting from now until April and sometime. I'll get clear details on that. Uh, If you share this podcast and like our Facebook page, you will get entered in to win two tickets to the Carolina Cowboys home opener and other VIP tickets. Did I mention that? You didn't. I'm going to restart. I'm going to restart. If you share this podcast and like our Facebook page, you get entered in for two VIP tickets to the Carolina Cowboys home opener. And, but wait, there's more. A game sign ball by the team captains of the Carolina Cowboys. Courtesy of the Fantasy Football Rap Podcast, bringing you a VIP experience to the home opener. Is there bottle service? We'll find out. We'll find out. You know, I, I, I can't say yes. You know what would go great going to that game? What's that? Some new tie knot. Oh, my. Oh, my. Tie-knotmensapparel.com. Promo code podcast. See you guys. I'm up. You, you look like you're from Chesney, South Carolina. Relax. You're right. I'm trying to you're do right. a damn intro here. I'm on the phone with Hunter Roach, quarterback of the Carolina Cowboys, going into their Saturday, March 23rd matchup against the Cape Fear Heroes. Hunter, thank you for joining us again, uh, friend of the show. How's life been? Life's good. Life's good. Ready for the season to start, man. It, it's getting closer and closer, and actually the uh, you know Cape Fear plays Havoc tomorrow night um, in Florence. Okay. Going to get a little preview of what's to come? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's positive for us. We get, you know, updated film on them for sure. Um, so that's going to be our advantage going into next week. So now talk to us a little bit about getting that film and what that means to you as far as your preparation and getting ready for uh, the matchup. It's everything. Um, 
you know, we've been watching old film from last year, so is everybody else, you know, watching old film from last year, and the coach that they have this year used to coach the Triangle Torch. Um, well, they, they're not no longer uh, a team, so he they hired him. So we've been watching kind of, you know, what he brings to the table as a coach, what uh, system he brings, offense, defense. Um, but getting this updated film when they go travel to uh, – Florence is is huge for us because we both we play both guys. We played Cape Fear our, our first game, and then we got Carolina Havoc at home later in the year. Okay. Um, so that's going to be huge for us. Um, and for me personally, it's everything. Um, I'm a film nerd. Uh, it, it gives me an advantage, you know, uh, going into a game. So you know, I kind of smile when I see something that that I've seen on film, you know, that they do, and I'm like, oh, here we go. I've seen this before. Okay. Right. Right. So uh, you came off practice last night. How's the team looking? Uh, are we getting ready for what? We got it about nine days. Nine days. Nine days, nine one days. hour, five minutes, and 36, five, four. You get it. Bingo. Countdown has begun, baby. This show we got going on here is awesome. I'm so excited about these interviews. I'm not sure where I'm going to edit this in, but... The interviews coming or that have had happened, a lot of fun, good times. I'm joined in the interview closet by Rafiki, our intel at the Dog Pound. What's up, what's up? Uh, How's the Dog Pound feel about OBJ? Dog Pound excited. Let me tell you, it's been a while since we've had this much excitement coming into the season. So you were here when we were interviewing Rochelle and Hunter. What did you take away from these interviews? They seem like some great players. They seem like the guys who love the game and who are very excited. I was very surprised about Rochelle saying that in uh, five years he was going to be done with football. Um, but uh, to see him going to the Jets would be uh, pretty interesting, considering the Jets are, you know, on all the teams to, you know, be great out there. You know, the Browns are up and coming. You got the Patriots, you got the Saints, and, you know, he wants to go play for the Jets. And whether he's a New York based, you know, it's interesting to see somebody want to go play from there, you know. So you can tell he's on a bandwagon. He has love for the game. And, you know, he was, he's a true fan. He wants to go play for his team. Absolutely. And because no one really wants to play for the Jets. No, no, no. exactly. Uh, hope you're enjoying the show. It's been a lot of fun to make, record, interview, talk to these guys. Enjoy the next interview. I am on the phone with Rochelle Peebles III. Pro wide receiver and kick returner for the Carolina Cowboys. He ran a 4.2840 yard dash at tryouts. Yeah. And a fun fact that is faster than anyone in the draft by 0.01. I looked it up. Uh, Rochelle, thank you for joining us. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, and, and the Cowboys. Well, my man, first off, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Um, a little bit about myself, man. I'm from Portsmouth, Virginia, a town in Virginia, of course. Um, I went to Woodrow Wilson High School, ended up going to Northern Iowa on a track and a football scholarship. A um, couple of things happened in life, therefore, had to change ways a little bit. But now I'm here playing with the Carolina Cowboys and we not have it any other way. Taught me some lessons. Okay. But uh, as far as the Carolina Cowboys this season, my man, I mean, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm real excited. We got Hunter, we got Shane, and we got Yashai, a quarterback that came in from Cape Fear competing for the quarterback positions. Um, defense is going to be solid. Uh, wide receiver core is really nice. couple guys with a lot of uh, arena experience as well. But the thing about it, man, I'm excited about that defense. Um, okay. 
I'm playing wide receiver, corner, and a returning kicks this year. So I'm going to be a little bit everywhere this year, man. Versatility is my game, and prime time's the name. But, you know, Love that. that's, that's about it for me, my man. All right, so, uh, you know, you talked a little bit about doing everything. At that speed, I assume you're playing wide receiver, DB, you got hands. Um, you know, tell me a little bit about what you bring to the team specifically. Um, I think what I bring to the team is, like, I bring that personality, that that flair, that I bring that excitement to the team. I believe because um, basically, I think versatility. I'm able to be able to move around a lot on the field as far as wide receiver, um, DB, returning kicks, um, put in the backfield, maybe things like that. Um, but as far as personality, man, I'm that I'm that I'm that cloud of joy. I'm always laughing. I'm always having a fun time. I'm always running in the stands, talking to fans. Um, the fans love me. I love the fans. So I just bring that sense of joy and excitement that everybody needs. I like that look. Just release that cloud of stress. Like, we ain't got nothing to worry about. Game of football all in the end. But just lay it on the line and we good to go. But personality is what I bring. So speaking of laying it all the line, we I want to get to uh, what a lot of people don't know is you ran this floor 2.28 on a fully repaired knee. Uh, yes. In one play... Or participating in a semi-pro all-star game in Orlando, you tore your ACL, MCL, PCL, and meniscus all in one play. Did yeah. you get hit by a train? <laughs> no, I didn't get hit by a train. What happened, man? It's actually, it's actually a funny, uh, it's actually a funny story. I was supposed to be out the rest of the game. Like I wasn't supposed to go back in at all. Like I was done. I was supposed to play the first half of the game. That was it. I was out. Um, the game I got real tight in the fourth quarter and. Um, the coach asked me to go back in, and um, I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, I ain't got, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm here to play football, so right. let's go. Um, do whatever I'm asked to do, all-star game or not. Um, so, basically, quarterback called the play. Basically, I was in the slot. Um, basically, the play was he was going to put me in a jet motion. I was going to fake the jet sweep, and I was going to go up to, to a wheel up the sideline. Okay. Um, so, we ran the play. We ran the play. And quarterback throws the ball to the back pylon of the end zone. I go to toe tap in the back. I catch the ball. I toe tap in the back of the end zone. And the safety comes over and just straight legs. Hits nothing. Hits nothing but legs. Mm. And, all I, and all I hear is a pop. So I didn't think nothing of it. I go to stand up. I take about two steps. And my knee completely gives out. Wow. Um, go to the hospital. Um, I call my sister. Go to the hospital. And then next thing I know, a couple of days later, um, I come back home to Virginia, go get an MRI and everything like that. And he says, like, yeah, like, everything's gone. I was like, what you mean everything's gone? He was like, ACL gone, meniscus gone. So basically, in my knee right now, I have no LCL and no PCL. Um, my meniscus is completely removed, and I have a piece of my hamstring holding my ACL together. And you're running a 4.28 on that? I mean, rehab was, um, it took hard work to get back here, man. I, mean, I can like, imagine. I, I mean, I, I said I lost two and a half years of football um, in the gym with my cousins, who's a personal trainer, um, working out with Johnny Somerville, Joseph Powell, who's in the AAF, Justin Sullivan, who's in the NAL, um, working out with them constantly, field work, a lot of weight room work. Um, it was a long process to get back on the field, man. Uh, yeah, and and you kind of mentioned the AAF there. I heard from a, a little birdie uh, that you had a tryout for the AAF this this past off season. 
Yeah, I had, I had a little workout. I had a little workout, um, basically a little private workout and everything. I enjoyed the experience. It didn't go my way. Things unfolded, but um, I enjoyed it, my man. Just the experience, getting to meet a couple, uh, getting to meet a couple of high end figures of, of the league, um, getting to know a little insight about how the league's going and basically where the league's headed, my man. It was, it was definitely a worthwhile experience, and I'm gonna definitely take it, learn from it, and hopefully I'll be there, the XFL, AFL, somewhere bigger next year. Okay. So what's the end goal? Where would you like to see yourself? You know, if I asked you, where, where do you like to see yourself in five years? What, what do you got? Um, five years. Well, I'm 24 now. Um, five years. Um, it's going to sound a little ironic, but I, I don't see myself playing football in five years. Okay. <laughs> um, just um, as far as, like, I think the end goal with me would be um, law school. Okay. Um, that's that's always been like a dream and a goal and mindset of mine, and um, I think that would be the end all goal. Play football for, you know what I'm saying three, four more years. I think by the time I'm 28, I think I want to be able to wrap it up. Um, I don't I don't want to suffer any more crazy injuries or, right. or I don't want to have my girlfriend or my daughters pushing me around in a wheelchair because I can't walk at the age of 50. <laughs> so right, right. I, I mean, uh, thank. Thing, basically five years I see myself probably playing another year or two hanging it up probably going to law school or something like that that's that's awesome uh, now you mentioned da- daughters you have two daughters correct yes sir I have two daughters both are three years old so what's it like you know talk me through kind of a day you know work family and football I mean a lot of respect for someone who can balance all that work um, for me, my man, it's just another day and I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, wake up early in the morning, um, get my daughter dressed, get her babe, get her dressed, uh, take her to daycare, um, go to work, um, uh, from 1130 to 10, come home and either her mother has her, my mother has her, or I go and pick her up, come home, maybe hit the gym, play the game for a little while, um, talk to my girlfriend, have a conversation with her about her, how her day went and, um, basically Lay it down, start it all over again, my man. Wow. Um, so I've been following you on Facebook. We've been friends for a few days now. Uh, I saw you post, you disagreed with the top 10 running backs of all time. Yes. Now, yes, I'm currently yes, trying yes. to uh, scramble and bring that, that screenshot up because I did screenshot it because I knew I wanted to talk about it. Where well, there we are. So uh, you said, and I quote, Emmett, not top five in my opinion. And the order went Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, Jim Brown, Emmett Smith, and LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah. Defend yourself there. Now, I'm, I'm a Jaguars fan who lives in Philly, so you don't have to defend yourself to me about the Cowboys part. Don't worry about that. But go ahead. That, that was an interesting take on that. Because I think, I think the running backs that I listed did more with less. Like, let's start from the top. You're talking about Barry Sanders. Right. Who literally ran for – 15,000 yards caught for 3,000 yards behind a horrendous offensive line with no help ever. Right. Like, didn't have a, another wide receiver, didn't have another offensive weapon to basically help him along with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, in my opinion, that's the greatest running back of all time. Okay, I agree there. Barry Sanders, period. Um, Walter Payton, I mean, just if you watch film, I mean, he had it. I mean, he had that it factor. They called him sweetness for a reason. Um, I think Jim Brown is like the most dominant football player to ever play the game. Okay. Cool. Um, point blank period, power wise. I mean, career cut short. I think he only played like nine seasons, ten seasons, something like that. Yeah. Um, but I think he's the most dominant figure ever that I've um, basically ever put on a football helmet. 
um, LaDainian Thomason. I mean, what's not to like about LT, man? Like I said, he had that flair. I mean, he was really one of the first ones to come out with the all-dark visor. He just had that swag. He did it all. Um, basically, spin move, iconic. Mm. Um, basically, kids idolized him. Absolutely. Um, and who who else did I have in the top five? Uh, you, you skipped over Smith, but I'll continue the 10. Uh, Eric Dickerson is six. Marcus Allen is seven. Adrian Peterson is eight, which didn't make sense to me at first, but then I kind of went back and looked. I was like, okay. And then nine, John Riggs, 10, Tony Dorsey. Yeah. I think I had, I had AP number five. I had AP number five. I had, I have AB, AP five, because if you look at his injuries, really slow him down. Absolutely. But I think the thing that set him apart is when he tore his ACL and he came back nine months later and was like only six yards away from like 2000, like breaking the all time record. Right. And then if you just watch his work ethic and basically how he carried the Minnesota Vikings for all those years, I mean, that's undeniable. Now, I, a lot of people came at me for like, why don't you have Emmett top five? This is why. Okay. I just feel like Emmett paid, played a long time on some very good Dallas Cowboys teams that couldn't load the box because he had Michael Irvin out wide. He had a great defense to go along with him all those years. And I just feel like the stats are a little bit hidden behind the fact that he just played for an extremely long time for a running back. Okay. I mean, if you put if you play 15, 16 years, I mean, you're going to break a couple records. Wow. That, that's a little shot there. That was a backhanded compliment. Hey, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> so who do you pull for? Who do you root for in the NFL? I'm a Saints fan. I'm a Saints fan. Okay. So what do you Saints think fan. about trading uh, Ingram for for uh, Latavius Murray? Man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. But it is what it is. I mean, sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta make moves in the NFL that, um, basically are cap wise or like a business decision. Right. Um, my th- my thing is we still have Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas on rookie deals. Um, I think we just signed Teddy Bridgewater as a backup. Taysom Taysom Hill is like a all in kind of guy. He does whatever we need him to do. And uh, with Drew coming on the last couple of years, I mean, it's time to cash in. I mean, last couple of years we've been uh, NFC Championship game, missed out on that one a couple of times um, because of basically crazy plays. I mean, the Rams, the end of that game, dude basically took out uh, the wide receiver. And then the Stefan Diggs play a couple of years ago that literally broke my heart. Mm. And, and I literally cried for about a week straight. Drew Brees, I don't know what he's doing, but he has to have bad karma on his side. So, it's something. It's Everything something. you hear about him is great, but you guys have been getting wrecked at the worst but, times. I don't know. I don't know if it's Sean Payton. I don't because Sean Payton just got that look. Like something ain't right. Like Sean Payton just looks sneaky. Like, <laughs> You're not wrong for sure. <laughs> he just looks sneaky. Um, yeah. I did see Bridgewater resign with the Saints here, but to his credit, he did visit the Dolphins, and if I had to go visit the Dolphins, I'd probably sign with the Saints too. Uh, the Dog Pound, Cleveland Browns. Yes, sir. I saw your post about hopping on the bandwagon. I think I'm sitting there next to you because if you look at this roster, I'm not saying the Super Bowl next year, but that's a good team. I, I think – I think that's one of the only places Odell would have been successful and is going to be the successful at. Because okay. he got Jarvis there. I mean, he got his dude he went to LSU with. I mean, there's nothing like hooking back up with a brother on right. the football field. 
So, I mean, he has Jarvis to go off of, and he can feed off that energy, and Jarvis is actually the one that keeps him in line. So, And he still has five years left on his contract. So they trade for him. Baker's still on a rookie deal. They have Njoku, the tight end. Nick Chubb? Yeah, he drops a lot of – Nick Chubb, they just signed Kareem Hunt, but he's probably going to be suspended for a little while. Um, And they was in the mix to get Errol Thomas, but he went to the Ravens. But um, I feel like Cleveland is making a couple moves, and a a couple people are going to hop on their bandwagon pretty soon. I feel like they're going to win their division. I mean (laughs) – yeah, I mean, the Steelers got worse, sending A.B. to the Raiders. Steelers uh, got worse. The still Ravens the are the Ravens. The, yeah, I still, I'm still up in the air about the Ravens because they still lost C.J. Mosley, right. Terrell Suggs. I mean, they signed Earl Thomas, but they still lose a lot of box defenders. So, Well, and to me, uh, we talked about actually earlier on this show, um, Terrell Suggs going to the Cardinals is a bigger move that the Ravens lost him, then the Cardinals signed him. Like, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, because he was that he was that leader, right? Like he was the like the unquestioned leader, like in that locker room. Ever since like Ray Lewis left, whatever Terrell Suggs said went, and his work ethic was bar none. So yeah, that you're absolutely right. That's a ten times worse loss for the Ravens than it is for a Cardinals game. Just because I don't think he's going to be effective with the Cardinals because. Like I said, he's getting a little bit older. He doesn't have that motor that he used to, but he was that unquestioned leader in the Ravens locker room. Absolutely. Uh, let's get back onto the AAL here. You got a game yes. coming up in nine days, uh, yep. 29 minutes, 48, 47 seconds. You get it. Uh, what it, what it's, what's it like going to be? What's it going to be like suiting up the first time for the Cowboys, getting out there, playing some ball, and uh, you know, being down in a, or up in Cape Fear. I mean, I feel like all the work, all the hard work, camp, going through everything with Coach Hall, Coach Hayward, um, I feel like it's going to be worth it at that point. I mean, we trimmed it down to the best 30 guys. I feel like we have one of the best rosters, one of the most dynamic rosters in the AAL. I mean, you have teams like the Rough Riders and Havoc who basically are basically who they are. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like last year the league was very, like, top-heavy. Okay. Like people, people sound like a lot of ex-NFL players, um, a lot of ex-AFL players. I feel like with the AAF um, coming around, the, AA, the AAL, the um, AFL added a couple more teams. Um, a lot of kid, pe- um, guys are getting that shot, and it kind of evened out our league a little bit where, like, the talent is more, like, broad and okay. more um, – it's not really a top-heavy league anymore. It's really like anybody can get it this year. Okay. So – um, in nine days, you're right, man. We suit up. It's time to go. Um, no words being spoken. Um, before the game, I'm not really a talker. Um, now when we get in the locker room on the field, that's a different thing. But off the field, I mean, you got to let, I mean, when you get on the field, you got to let things speak for itself. So, I mean, made a better team win. And I hope we have a great season. All right. Speaking of, uh, what's your stat line going to be for the first game? I'm going to hold you to this. Stat line? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Depending on depending on which side of the ball I play, let's go from here. I feel like if they if the teams te- last year teams stopped kicking me the ball on okay. kick return. After the first two games, I didn't. You can ask my teammates. I didn't really touch the ball again. Um, first game in arena, I think I had I had 141 return yards um, in arena, which is like crazy. Right. Like that's, that's ridiculous. Um, and after that, the goal was to get to a thousand. Um, after we played Peach State, I think I had like 120 that game. And after that, I didn't didn't really touch the ball on kick return anymore. Um, so, so you had about 260 in two games. 
when yeah. the whole field, correct me if I'm wrong, is 50 yards? Correct. That's correct. wild. Last year. And so, like, after that, teams really stopped kicking me the ball. I don't blame so, them. Yeah. And then, so to get the ball in my hands, Coach, last year moved me to receiver. Okay. Uh, took me off defense, moved me to receiver. So I think, I mean, first game, I mean, dep- just depending on what I play, my man, is just whatever Coach Holt and the Cowboys need me to do, whether that's playing every snap on offense, every snap on defense, returning kicks. Um, I can't really give you a stat line because I really don't know how the game's going to unfold and which side of the ball I'm going to be on most of the time. Like I said, versatility is – Versatility is what I do, so I'm used however the coach needs me and whatever I feel is best for me to do. All right, I like that answer, but I'm going to put you down for four scores. How about that? Whether or whatever right, side of the ball. That. We can do that. We'll okay. Do that. All right, right four scores. Matter of fact, let's do this. Pick six, kick the turn, and receive and touchdown. Okay. Uh, let's go. We got four scores. If I'm right, let's get – how about a sign ball? From, I get, uh, I get, I get, got it, got it. Got we'll, it. We'll, we'll give away a sign ball from, from the podcast. Um, and let's go under. I don't know. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Sign jersey. We'll figure it out. All right. Hey. Um, so favorite moment. My favorite question to ask uh, everyone. First time guests on the show. Favorite moment from uh, playing ball. Uh, favorite moment from playing ball. Um, I got a lot. Um, I'm, I think it would be favorite moment playing ball would probably be my senior year of high school, um, my senior year of high school. Cause I like in my life, I really had like my dad and my stepfather was like, I had them both in my life. Like my dad was around and my stepfather was around. So they're both were like instrumental in raising me and instrumental in my life. So like, I think the biggest moment was like homecoming my senior year. When um, I committed and said I was going to UNI, my dad and my stepdad was there. And um, basically, I got to score a touchdown in front of both of them, and I scored a pick, and I caught a pick six in front of both of them. And um, after the game, it was like all camaraderie and all. Um, it was basically a, just a happy family feeling. like, And that, that was the first time both of them actually ever got along. Um, so I think for me, um, that's probably my favorite moment. Okay. Um, the funniest moment ever. Go ahead. Hit me with that. Funniest moment ever, I'll probably say uh, freshman year. Like, I, I didn't play middle school football. Like, I played Pop, I played Pop Warner. Right, right. And I, I was the man in Pop Warner. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing. Like, Pop Warner Super Bowls, went to Disney World. Like, we did the whole shebang in Pop Warner. So, like, freshman year coming into high school, I thought, you know what I'm saying, I'm the man. Like, can't tell me nothing. And. No, so I went to a school like we didn't have a like lately it wasn't like a very good winning tradition. So like I thought like hey I was gonna be the man, I was gonna come in here and turn it around. And remind you, I'm small. I'm like a five one, ninety-five pound kid coming in here was talking to seniors six five, two seventy, <laughs> like just talking cash and then basically one day came to practice. I think it was like the third day of like training camp. Like came to practice and, like, the seniors have just had enough of me. Like, I was just, like, this little freshman. Like, I'm playing varsity. I'm taking y'all spots. I'm doing all this. And so what they did was we had, like, a cooler in the locker room, like, one of those little rolling coolers. Okay. They literally put me in the cooler. They put me – I was so small. They put me in the cooler. And they rolled me in the shower. And they put the lid on the cooler. Okay. And left me in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> and they left me in the shower. And, like, I was in there for, like, I was in I couldn't get the lid off. So I was in there for, like, 10 minutes. And then after I came out, 
feels like you learned your lesson. And me, I, me being me, I just kept talking junk, kept talking junk. It was like, okay, cool. They put the, they put me in a locker and put the lock on it and left me in there the whole practice. So I assume shortly after that is when you started lifting and getting bigger than uh, to fit in the locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to. <laughs> Had to do something. Couldn't, 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 go, couldn't go through that again. That's wild. Well, you go from fitting in coolers to 260 yards in two games and a 50-yard field. That's just a wild, wild run. Pun intended, yeah. I suppose. I mean, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a long journey. It's been a, it's been a crazy journey. You know, once, you, once, when you really think about it, I mean, going through college, dropping out of college, um, ACL tear. Having kids um, to where I'm at now. I mean, the journey's taught me a lot, man. A lot of life lessons that all I learned from, and then I just found to better myself. And it's been I had some instrumental people in my life to like keep me on the right track, and just like don't let me falter from the end goal. So I mean, now I'm reaping the rewards, and I'm doing what I love to do. That's awesome, and we're not even close to done. From semi-pro to professional to law school. Uh, Rochelle, thank you for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, and uh, hopefully I'd love to have you back. Oh, no problem, man. You know, anytime, just hit me up. We get back up here. I get back up here with Hunter. Anybody you want me to, and we'll go from there. Sounds great. But right before you go, I just remember we have our raffle or our, um, excuse me, giveaway that we're doing with the team. Uh, two VIP tickets, a game-used signed ball by the captains. Uh, so give a, little, give a little message to uh, the fans coming out for the home opener when that thing drops. Absolutely. So basically, the fans in the area know me. Um, Anderson, Pendleton area, Clemson area know me. It's Rochelle Lee, People's the Third, prime time as y'all call me. Um, come out, first home game, I believe, is April 13th. We'll be playing the Carolina Predators. Come out, see me, see the guys. Um, it's going to be a show, my man. Hopefully, we bring home the win. It's going to be a show. It's going to be good. We're going to have a good atmosphere. Come get the kids on. Come get some signed um, sign memorabilia. Basically, I'll sign anything you want me to sign. Jay Jacobs, uh, my guy from JBE Talks. Hopefully see you there. Um, and uh, one more thing. I'm going to be first game, uh, February 13th. I'll be um, giving out signed gloves to a kid of my choosing. Um, okay. I'm gonna um, Basically, I'm going to ask Coach, like, hey, like, put a couple of kids' names in the hat, and I'm going to give a kid a pair of signed gloves for me, um, either during halftime or after the game. Um, and that would be my, my treat to the fans. Beautiful. Social media handles. Spit them out. Oh, social media handles. You can follow me on Instagram at kai.tv. Kai spelled K-A-I-I, two I's, dot TV, like television. And Facebook is Rochelle Peoples the Third. Um, I interact with fans on a daily. I talk to you guys on a daily. Um, I'm going to have a YouTube channel coming out soon. Uh, me and my girlfriend are going to do one. Um, and also, I'm going to do my own vlogging, um, basically the season, uh, future events in my life, um, everything with my kids. So basically going to create a platform with this and go from there. And I, as soon as you get that launch, I want you back and we're going to promote the absolute life out of that and get that to everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Rochelle, thank you again. And I'm going to have to edit all this so it doesn't sound so choppy at the end. <laughs> no problem. Uh, no problem, man. All right. Have a good one. You too, my man. Say it.